This is the five minute focus for both hours of episode 132, hour one and hour two. And I want to offer quickly a hearty congratulations to the network news people for noticing there's been a trial going on. Special counsel John Durham's investigation into the origins of the FBI's. Yeah, how are they reporting that? We asked for a White House official. We'll find out. The Todd Herman Show is 100% disapproved by big pharma, technocrats, and tyrants everywhere. Now, from the high mountains of free America, here's the Emerald City Exile, Todd Herman. Today is the day the Lord has made as an opportunity for us to rejoice. And these are the times through which God has decided we shall live, meaning we are chosen to navigate our way through these times using God's word as our foundation and our guide and our light. Hour one in the five minute focus preview of the coming two hours is entitled, Oh, Those Big Lies. So what kind of big lies? Well, the biggest one, I guess, in the news cycle is that Hillary Clinton is innocent. Yeah, the network news utterly ignored the Durham trial until... Special counsel John Durham's investigation into the origins of the FBI's Trump-Russia investigation suffered a major blow today. A federal jury found Michael Sussman, a lawyer with ties to Hillary Clinton's 2016 presidential campaign, not guilty of lying to the FBI when he brought them evidence of a possible link between Donald Trump and Russia. It was the first case to go to trial in the three-year investigation. You'll hear more from the networks. So how did it happen? Well, the trial was in D.C. D.C. is a company town. Everybody in Washington, D.C. benefits from big government, including professional Republicans. But there's more to it. Andrew McCarthy, who does think that there's wrote a book about the attempt at a basic coup, says there was a big time tactical error that Durham made in how he portrayed the FBI. So we'll talk about that as we talk about, oh, those big lies. Another big lie that's circulating, is trying to pin everything on replacement theory. And it is almost comical to watch. There's a guy who says that uh, Biden has a strong economy. There's a guy who says that America's in a stronger position. In fact, the strongest it's ever found itself in due to Joe Biden. Now, is he going to take credit for his replacement theory application? Yeah, remember when the Nets and the Mockingbirds were trying to make Tucker Carlson into a savage, blood-sucking racist because he talked about immigration, demographics changing the nature of the country? Well, the same guy who says Joe Biden has rescued America from itself had some interesting things to say about replacement theory. I think it's that rise of this huge minority population in the United States fueled by historic levels of immigration that made the ascendancy of Barack Obama possible. Did it? Well, that's interesting. So you applied replacement theory, as you might say, to change the destiny of the country. And I do remember all the panic about this on CNN, Brian Stelter going after Tucker Carlson. Tucker Carlson has a history of sanitizing stereotypes and of spreading this kind of poison. But what he did on Thursday night really was indeed, as you put it, a new low. The great replacement theory, as it's known. Yeah, he brought Jonathan Rosenblatt on to do that for him. 
So we'll talk about that lie. We'll also talk about the lie around gun control. The consistent, constant lies about this. The biggest lie being that the Democrats believe they can take people's guns. They, they don't believe that, nor do they care about school shootings. In fact, they can't even get someone from the White House to give an interview, including the figurehead. We asked for a White House official to join us to talk about solutions this morning, but no one was made available. <laughs> Why not? I was just told by the guy who applied replacement theory that Joe Biden's a strong leader with a strong economy and the American people love him. Maybe Billy Barnacle talking to Al Sharpton, maybe they together have an idea. He knows what it's like to suffer loss, loss that is, is just tragic and lasting and deep, loss that never goes away, never disappears, never, never, never leaves your memory. And he asked, that's Billy Barnacle, asked Al Sharpton, do you think that because of that loss, because they're trying to get people to believe Bo Biden died in service. Have you watched this? No, no, they're trying to get, they're trying to make it seem that, that, that Bo Biden died in serving the country. But he went on to ask Al Sharpton, do you think the job is just, just too hard for Joe Biden? That's basically what he asked. Another lie we're going to look at is that this swimmer named Leah Thomas is in fact a woman. He's a man. But you guys, we got to understand something. He's happy. There are some who look at the data and suggest that you're enjoying a competitive advantage. What do you say to that? There's a lot of factors that go into a race and how, how well you do. And the biggest change for me is that I'm happy. And sophomore year, um, where I had my best times competing with the men, I was miserable. And so having that be lifted is incredibly relieving and allows me to put my all into training, into racing. Mm -hmm. Because he's happy. Do you think that getting his rear end handed to him when he competed against other men was a source of unhappiness? And how happy are the women from whom he's stolen? Basically, hour one is a warm-up for hour two, which is a warm-up for what does the Lord expect of us? How are we to guide ourselves through these times? Hour two. Two, or hour two is common everyday atrocities that have been empowered by common everyday absurdities, such as this. Handing over our sovereignty to the World Health Organization is is a thing. This is this is Obama. Pardon me. This is Biden's says uh, Freudian slip. This is Biden's health guy telling us how important the who is. Some people in, in this country who sometimes think that we can take a domestic only approach to a global pandemic. That's not a thing. Yeah. So the who needs to take charge. Ashish Shah. Biden's so-called COVID advisor says that the way to fix this is to give the World Health Organization control. What do we do about this? Oh, and speaking of that, you remember all the promises about the lockdowns? I'm going to share with you at least 86,000 deaths, at least in the United States, only from the lockdowns, not even the injections. 
Not that they're not killing people. We know that they're very harmful. In 2019, so just before COVID, late 2019, the WHO released its pandemic influenza guidelines where they said only in extreme conditions do you close, you know, do you have prolonged border closures, workplace closures, etc. They strongly recommend against them because they pointed out that they can do more harm than good. That's a former WHO scientist. His name is David Bell. You'll hear the whole thing in hour two. Perhaps the biggest and most tragic and most brutal lie that's out there right now, or absurdity, I should say, that's leading to atrocities is that kids are born in the wrong bodies. This is a surgeon. She cuts kids up because they uh, have become gender rebellious or they've been conned into believing they're in the wrong body or they're actually gender dysphoric. And she's quite aware of the future she sentences them to. Every single child who was, or adolescent who was truly blocked at Tanner stage two is, has never experienced orgasm. I mean, it's, it's really about zero. These are the, of course, these are just assigned male at birth. So trans feminine, and it's because they never in their lives are exposed to testosterone. She is admitting they will never have sexual pleasure. And I will describe to you what happens during the Zoom call, because one of the chief architects of destroying kids is uncomfortable when that woman states the truth. I'll give you her name. But she followed up with something. She followed up with a thought. Mom, remember, this is a surgeon. She has a medical degree and then a medical specialty. This is what she thinks of the female body. All a penis is is just a large clitoris. I mean, let's, we're all, it's all the same material. It really is. So how do we deal with this? Well, there is a basis in the word of God, but, but how do we seize the country back? Well, we have to use the word of God, but, but how? And, and how do we get our kids to understand this is a great big con? Let's talk about that all from the perspective of the Bible and the word of God. Please do share the five-minute focus with your friends. They can see what's coming. And as always, let's all spend our day being right with God.